podcast is um, a recording of my husband and an interview I had with him this month. It was my bright idea to interview him because it is the anniversary month of our 12th anniversary, which we celebrated on April 11th in Norfolk on a weekend away, thanks to my brother and sister for watching our kids. We had the best time and we really do enjoy each other's company and are still madly in love with each other. And I'm just really, really excited to share the thoughts of the man that I love. Um, He's a private and kind man who loves the Lord and it is a big deal that he was willing to share his thoughts. So thank you, honey, for sharing your thoughts. And hopefully one day we can look back and smile at these words. Enjoy. The first question I asked Ben that I want to share with you is when did he know marriage was hard? When did marriage get hard for us? Um... <clears throat> I don't, well, I mean, definitely in South Carolina, I can remember having hard times, but because um, we were, uh, I mean, I'm, I'm, we're both at new jobs and different town and stuff. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I would say South Carolina was, there were some definitely some st- stressful points down there that uh, um, were difficult. So in the book, I keep on talking about how I had to make a decision and choose my work or choose the relationship, which was you at the time that I had over my work, um, over other things that I was used to having, time with friends, time with, um, did you ever feel that you had to make that shift too? Um, well, where I chose um, our relationship over other relationships, not even relationship, just other things you have to spend your time. Um, yeah, I think, uh, yes and no. I mean, I, I, I think that happened for me probably more so when we moved to Chesapeake. Um, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I don't think I had really because in South Carolina, it was I was working so much that my main, you know, my main thing was just finishing residency. And then once uh, once we came back to Chesapeake, um, I think I realized how I needed to put more effort into um, into us versus other stuff. The next. Thing I want to share with you is when we were talking about Young Life, which is the ministry we led together for four and a half years. And that's when we started leading Young Life. What was your experience in Young Life? Um, <clears throat> just overall. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, it was great. I mean, definitely pushed uh, my comfort and envelope i'm like i remember uh the first our very first club which is like the big young life party um that they have every week in like somebody's garage or 
wherever. And I remember um, um, them, I remember the teenagers, you know, coming, you know, they open the doors and they run into this big room and music's blaring and stuff. And I remember uh, Will Cox giving everybody high fives. And I remember thinking like, what is he doing? Giving people high fives as they're running in here. But um but that's that's part of it. It's just getting hype and um, getting excited about whatever they're going to do that night. And so it was totally. I'm super laid back and kind of um, kind of standing up against the wall sort of person, you know, watching everybody from a distance. And so mixing it up, you know, high fiving teenagers while you know uh, Miley Cyrus is blaring in the background or something is not really my style so definitely pushed it but uh um and you know getting in front of teenagers talking and stuff was uh was not something I was super duper comfortable with but um but in the end it was awesome and um we still have good relationships from what we did a few years ago so if you had to pick your favorite um, memory about young life or just in general why do you think God had us do it together what do you say to that um, I don't know favorite memories from I think the two of us being able to go to uh, camp together was pretty special um, like the go away camp so the young life camp they have every summer at uh, we went to Rockbridge together once and we went to um, uh, Saranac Lake in New York together. And so for me, those were special times when both of us are out, um, doing, having fun, doing fun stuff and spending time with, uh, teenagers and, um, you know, just encouraging these kids in their faith and trying to point them to Jesus and stuff. Um, while we're doing fun stuff in a beautiful camp, you know, outside, and you know, to me that was, those were highlights, you know. So why do you think God calls us to Young Life that came out of the blue? Uh, I mean, I think it grew our faith for sure, you know. Um, I definitely think it um, brought us closer to the Lord, and so uh, that's, that's huge. And then... Um, and that, you know, I think we both learned more about each other and about ourselves a lot while we led Young Life. And then, uh, and just the relationships we made have been, um, uh, are, you know, some of them are lifelong and, and a lot of our lasting and, um, significant and, um, and, you know, pointing these kids to Jesus and seeing them get saved and stuff. And, <clears throat> but, um, but yeah, I think there are a lot of reasons why, why we were in Young Life. But uh, I think growing our relationship with the Lord and the relationships we made were the big ones. This is when I talked to Ben about our kids. Honey, our beautiful kids. Uh, what did it feel like when you first heard that I was pregnant with Reagan? I was a excited yeah we had been trying for a couple of years and um <clears throat> and uh both of us i think were 
getting to the point where like, gosh, are we, is there something wrong with this, you know? And then, uh, and uh, I wasn't really worried, but, um, but we were, I think we were really ready at that point to, to have a baby. And so, um, so yeah, I was, I was excited. Yeah. What was the hardest part once she was born? Like what was one of the first few lessons you had to learn as a father? Um, uh, well, I mean, the initially was like the sleep deprivation. She was so, she was such a hard sleeper as in she didn't like it. And so, <laughs> so, uh, so I think, just, you know, realizing, um, how hard it was, you know, um, the two of us to, to deal with that, but, um, uh, you know, th that was hard. And then the other part too was like, um, later, kind of later on, it hit me that my, you don't have as much spare time, you know, you just, uh, your spare time slowly starts to dwindle with the kids. And, <clears throat> um, like I used to go to the YMCA and work out. And then right after we had Reagan, I remember thinking, I don't have time to go there anymore. And, um, so that's when I started working out at home. And so I think, you know, pretty quickly after we had Reagan, I started to change my behavior a little bit in the interest of time. All right, honey. And so after Reagan, we had Reggie. How were you feeling when you found out that I was pregnant with Reggie? Um, oh, I was excited to have a son. You know, I was pumped. And uh, yeah, I thought it was cool to have a, uh, a big sister and a little brother because that's how I am. You know, my sister's three and a half years older than me. <clears throat> and so I thought, um, I thought it, I was excited. Next, we're going to talk about um, expecting Wyatt, who is our third child. I do remember finding out on my birthday that I remember where I was sitting in the room and, um, and I remember you telling me and it was, it was a great birthday present. It was cool. <clears throat> so tell us about Wyatt and your relationship with Wyatt. Um, oh, Wyatt's great. He's, uh, he's, um, he's real, uh, independent and, uh, he, he kind of knows what he wants to do and, he doesn't care if anybody else is doing it. He'll do it. And if we're outside riding bikes, everybody's riding bikes in the driveway or scooters, and he wants to dig in the dirt, then he'll just help himself to a shovel, and he'll be digging the dirt with his bicycle helmet on and won't care about what anybody else is doing. Now Ben's going to talk about our fourth son, Jude. Did things change with Jude? Um, yeah, I mean, I think Jude, going from three to four, I think was our hardest kind of transition. Um, and so, uh, yeah, I mean, we just, you know, we, uh, we kind of realized we'd met our match, you know, in terms of uh, the number of kids, um, that we had and um and it was a, it was a big eye-opener i think for us that um we'd have to change our ways yeah i mean that we we was uh 
what little hobbies I had left and finally met their death, I think, with <laughs> with Jude. So, uh, so yeah, I was I think that's right around when I started to get serious about or more serious about taking pictures and stuff because I realized if I was going to have a hobby, I had to fully, you know, I had to be able to incorporate the kids into it or else it wouldn't be, you know, I couldn't do anything for on my end like that. So, um, so yeah, no, it was awesome having Jude, but he was uh, difficult for, I think for us. Now Ben's going to share about his hobby, which is photography. Okay. So you had mentioned your hobby. That was one thing that had to change for both of us is we had to recreate our hobbies or just outlets, you know, to express ourselves and to, you know, have our own sense of self in this busy season of life. So your hobby is photography. Um, why did you find that interesting? And um, what do you shoot pictures of and how does that all work? Um, well, I'd always, I'd, I mean, I got my first kind of nice camera, I think, when I was about 12. And so, um, so I'd been into taking, I mean, I wasn't, you know, like a great photographer or anything, but I'd been into taking pictures since I was little. And then, um, and then I got a nice camera when, uh, when we were in residency. And so that was about, uh, nine years ago. And then, and it, and it still takes good pictures, but I, I, you know, with technology and stuff, I know I wanted to step up my game. And so, um, but, uh, but yeah, I wanted to take better pictures of, uh, of you and the kids. And, um, and so I knew the, eventually I had to get a, a new, newer camera. So I got a newer camera a couple years ago and, um, and uh yeah it's just been a lot of fun learning about it and um and taking pictures and learning from the pictures that i've taken next ben tells you why we have five kids now why do we want baby number five so if we met our match with jude our fourth kid why did we have another honey um i think it was your OBGYN that said we shouldn't stop at four and then, <laughs> and I w- wanted to strangle her and uh, but uh, but you know she I, you know, I, I was probably okay stopping at four and then um, I think she planted a seed and then and then we talked about it and um, I don't and I think you I think I think you more than I probably wanted to have a fifth baby and so, um, but once I realized that you did, then I, I did too. And so, uh, um, yeah, so it was kind of like a, a bit of a domino effect, but, uh, but, but, you know, once we got pregnant with Miles, I was as pumped as I was, you know, for the others. So, um, and does Miles complete our family? Um, for now, you know, I would say for sure. I mean, we've talked about maybe adopting in the future, but, um, but, uh, since, um, I've gotten fixed, there's no real chance of having another biological kid in the near future. And, uh, so yeah, for now we got, uh, five great kids and we're super thankful. 
I kind of put Ben on the spot on this question, but I asked him what does he think his boys are learning from him? So do you think your boys are watching you? Oh, yeah. What do you think or what do you think they're learning from you now and what do you want them to learn? Um, uh, what do I think they're learning from me now? Um, uh, gosh. <laughs> uh, well, you know, I think they're learning, um, you know, how I treat you, you know, how I treat my wife, how, you know, and, uh, and, um, how, how I, how I love them, you know, how I take care of them, how I spend time with them, where I spend my time, you know, what I spend my time doing and um, how I take care of myself, you know, when they see me exercise and what I eat and stuff. And, um, um, you know, what to do for fun and um, things that we value, how we value family and spending time with family. I think those are all things that... <clears throat> they're you know parking in their brain and um and making note of you know the things that we value um what are some other things that you hope they to learn that they will learn before they have their own family oh uh you know i hope they you know learn who the who god is and uh, uh their spiritual gifts you know i hope they learn their spiritual gifts soon and uh and how much how valued they are you know each one of them how valued they are um by god and how special and uh unique they are <clears throat> and um yeah how wonderful they are and uh beautiful in god's eyes and treasured um and you know and too i you know want them to know how much you and I love them and mm -hmm. care about them, but, um, um, and how important, um, family is and taking care of each other. When I ask Ben about what he's learning himself, this is what he says. Um, you know, I'm, I'm still learning, um, about what I'm interested in, you know, different things that I find interesting and, um, um, I'm still um, learning, I think, who I am in the Lord, you know, in my faith. I'm still learning things about that and um, who I am as a husband and kind of, you know, feel like God uh, reveals certain things about my identity um, here and there. And so um, uh, I think I'm still learning about my potential, you know, what, uh, you know, God's still revealing what he can do for me and um i think we limit ourselves <clears throat> and so i think god's showing me that i don't have to limit myself to certain things so um next i asked ben to share his professional goals do you want to tell everyone what you want to do with professionally what is your dream or goal yeah um well i've uh Eventually, I would like to teach um, at some point in a residency program and be in attending. So that's the long, the long, long-term goal. Um, I'm not sure where, but uh, but that's a goal. 
but uh, in the shorter term, I'd like to do some hospitalist work and maybe even do full-time hospitalist work, which is when you admit and take care of patients in the hospital and discharge them, and there's no clinic work involved in that. It's just uh, hospital work, and it's shift work. Um, and so there are different reasons for it, but that's the, the shorter-term goal. Um, but eventually I'd like to be attending at a residency program teaching. Do you have any ministry goals? Um, yeah, I mean, I would, uh, I think, I think I'd like to lead a small group at some point and, um, and I would like to do some mission trips, you know, I, I think I would enjoy that. Um, and, uh, you know, whether it's, uh, in the country or out of the country, I don't know, but I would like to do some mission trips. <clears throat> um, but uh, I think in the near future, you know, in the our for the at least for the present, I think our kind of ministry options are limited just based on we just don't have that much time to besides our kids and our family and work. So, um, but eventually, those are things that I would like to start doing. These are Ben's final words. I definitely, you know, part of my testimony is that I kind of did everything um, not the way I was supposed to early on in life. And I, and I, looking back, I could tell where God wasn't uh, giving up on me and the plans he had for me, despite me um, not really um, headed in the right direction. And so, uh, so he intervened at a crucial time and set my life on track and, um, and, um, you know, by God's grace set, you know, got me to where I am today. But, but yeah, I give all the credit to the Lord. I don't, I mean, I took tests and went to school and stuff like that, but, um, it was uh, his grace and mercy that got me here. Definitely not uh, my own pulling myself up by my bootstraps. And so <clears throat> same with my um, wife and um, kids, you know, it's by his grace. Uh, you know, I deserve my wife and I don't deserve these wonderful kids, but by God's grace, you know, they're mine and, um, and I'm super thankful. And so, um, uh, so yeah, I mean, I think um, for uh, for all, you know, you know, you're besides the Lord, you're my greatest gift, and and I try to remind myself every day, but uh, but I forget, and so um, I'm thankful He reminds me. But too, you know, for my kids, I always think um, the biggest thing I want for them is to know the Lord and. Um, and how much he loves them and I would rather them be you know have the you know kind of lowliest jobs whatever you can imagine that to be um, and know the Lord and love him and and know that he loves them and have a intimate relationship with them and give their lives to him I'd rather they have that with a lowly job than to be um, a neurosurgeon or a Wall Street, you know, millionaire 
and not know the Lord and not know Jesus and love him. <clears throat> and so that's what I want for my kids. I want them to have a happy life and make money and all that. But my number one is that they know Jesus and love him with all their heart. Well, guys, that is my podcast for the month of April. This episode is all about Benjamin Goins from his mouth. And I am just so proud to be his wife and so thankful for him in my life. Have a wonderful month. Thank you.